to the Unblemished podcast. If you're tuning in for the first time, Unblemished is a platform for Christian women to share their stories of insecurity and struggle and through the immense vulnerability of storytelling, find lasting freedom in their creator. So this is our eighth episode, our final episode in our first season of the Unblemished podcast, and this is a really special episode today. It's our year of Unblemished episode where we're celebrating how Unblemished has been around for a year, just kind of reflecting back on the last year, um, maybe introducing you to Unblemished for the first time, and for people who are tuning back in, you know, just celebrating all that has happened this year and how good and faithful the Lord has been in this year. So when I think about Unblemished, it's easy to think about statistics of we've had over 30 different writers, over 4,000 views. There's been eight podcast episodes, tons of Instagram and Facebook posts. And I mean, obviously the most important number is that there's been one Lord over all of it. But Unblemished is a lot more the numbers. And I think as I look back on this year, I think a lot about what has this last year meant to me. Um, I'm a big journaler and I always love to read back through my journal entries to reflect and see what the Lord has done, what I've been through, etc. And so preparing for this year of Unblemished, I started looking back through my journal entries and I was just so amazed to see how the Lord knew so much before I did, as it usually is. Um, it was really humbling to just see the process of Unblemished, beginning with a thought um, and just kind of praying about it and then actually doing it. And I really do consider that a step in faith. I really didn't know how it was going to be received, where it was going to go. And so it's been really incredible to just look back and see those early moments of the fears I had and the stress I felt um, and literally just journaling like, I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know what this is. I don't, you know, just really seeing the Lord work in those early moments and formulating what this idea actually could and would be. Um, and I also just really loved reading the scriptures I had been going through and their timeliness and their relevance then, but also now. And so one of my favorites to look back on now is Psalm 25, 4-5, which says, Show me the right path, O Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. All day long I put my hope in you. And Romans 8, 1-2 is really one of the founding verses of Unblemished. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. And I think when I read these verses, um, I honestly get a little emotional just seeing how relevant they are now and how when I was praying them then, I didn't know what they would mean a year later as unblemished as a whole, but also to me on a personal level of even more encountering what it really means to live in freedom and that life-giving spirit of Christ and knowing him. And I think unblemished fills that space of wondering, okay, how does it actually look to live without condemnation and live like we really believe we belong to him and are free? 
And I think we answer that question with saying we share our stories and vulnerability. We allow ourselves to admit our blemishes and let in that light. And then we begin to experience lasting freedom when we take that initial first step. Um, and I think, you know, recently I was actually having a thought about what exactly unblemished as a word means in a logical sense of as a definition. Um, so I love skincare. Um, I'm not like super into it or anything, but I think skincare is important. And I've always kind of like prided myself on having clear skin. But the last few months, like six months to a year, I've had a lot more like breakouts and I've kind of actually been really self-conscious about it. Um, and I've tried a lot of different remedies, you know, like Googling things and seeing like, okay, what should I be using? But I've actually realized that using less and just kind of like letting nature play its course has been the best remedy, which is a lesson on its own about how less is really more. And it really is those simple truths that can be the most life-changing. Um, but I also was thinking about how when we have blemishes and treat them or put stuff on them, it's not like they're going to take the blemish away in the sense of ripping it off and completely removing it. Instead, it's more of nurturing the blemish and filling it in with the good moisture, nutrients maybe, that the blemish needs to heal. So it's not going away, but rather fading as we replenish it. And I think that's how we need to view our spiritual, personal, emotional, and mental blemishes. They don't go away, and there's no magic formula to rip them off or remove them or to promise that they'll never come back or be more visible at times, but rather we nourish, nourish, and heal them with inserting truth and good community and encouragement and love. And so I was just thinking about how that's such a good metaphor for what unblemished is. And as I look at the past of unblemished and was going through my journals, I was reminded of even the process of finding a name for unblemished. Um, originally, I had decided on blemished because I felt like it was acknowledging that we have these blemishes and being vulnerable and all of that. And I remember my best friend, she told me I was like talking about it with her and she was like, well, what do you think about unblemished? And just that simple name change encouraged me and reminded me of that truth of, hey, yes, we have blemishes and they're there and they're actually necessary to become unblemished. You have to have a blemish in the first place, but we're in that process of experiencing freedom, of being restored and renewed. And I think that's also just a great story of saying unblemished is not just me. It's been these ideas from other people and I've been able to share it with my community of friends, my family, and have them support me and process it along the way and give me ideas. And so really blessed for that. And that's kind of launched Unblemished to the present, which is all of you. Unblemished was never supposed to be just me, just writing to the masses, but it was supposed to be where we shared our stories. And so I've been so encouraged by my friends, by the strangers, and everyone in between who has just shared their stories and stepped out in boldness and who are all part of Unblemished and are what Unblemished means to me. And so I asked our content creators, people who have written for Unblemished, to share what Unblemished means to them, and here are their answers. I'm Mallory, and the question is, what does unblemished mean to me? 
To me, Unblemished is an awesome platform that allows me the opportunity to share my story, to share my faith, to empower the women around me, to empower my friends, and honestly, it's just a great platform for um, just women all over the world to share what is unique about them and what the Lord is teaching them. Hey, I'm Madison Fry. Unblemished has been such a beautiful and refreshing place for me to be reminded of truth and be reminded of what Jesus says about us. Unblemished has showed me that Jesus has the final word, that Jesus is where we need to get our identity from. He has conquered death, he is alive, and he says the truth about us. Unblemished has shown me and helped me to listen to what Jesus says over to listening what the world says. Unblemished calls us all righteous and beautiful. And as we are the bride of Christ, there is no blemish on us, not because of what we've done, but because of what Christ has done. That is powerful. Thank you, Unblemished. Hey guys, I'm Hannah Lawrence. I've written two posts for Unblemished and I am so excited to be celebrating the one year anniversary of Unblemished and to celebrate everything that has been done and the ways that God has worked. And I just, I love the opportunities that Unblemished has given girls like me. And I mean, so many girls, just the opportunity to reflect on their own stories and how God has worked. And I think it's amazing just to look back on how he's worked in our own lives. And I really love that about Unblemished. So. Yeah, I'm really excited to be celebrating with y'all. Hi, my name is Kaylee. When I was asked what Unblemished means to me, the first thing that came to my mind is just how encouraging it is. Um, I think as Christians, so often all of us are guilty of uh, kind of putting on a mask and pretending like everything in our lives is going well and going smoothly. And that's just not the reality. And I think that Unblemished really opens up um, an honest, a vulnerable, uh, space for women to talk about their insecurities, to talk about the realness of struggles they're facing and things they're going through. Um, and so, yeah, I just think it's a really awesome place for women to find relatability and honesty about struggles that other women are facing and really to come alongside one another um, and kind of share in those struggles and in those spaces. Um, and so, yeah, for me, it's just been really, really encouraging. My name is Sandy and I have been blessed to be part of Unblemished this year. Unblemished has shown me that it is still possible for us to come together as a deeper community, to share in our griefs and our joys. We can weep with the weeping and rejoice with the rejoicing. Hi everyone, my name is Lydia and what Unblemished means to me is that we as women and followers of Jesus are living into the truths that the Bible says about us every day. I think it's easy for us to look at the media and hear what the world is trying to say what we are and not and not listen to what Jesus says we are as loved and beautiful people that he created in our mother's womb. My name is Catherine and to me being unblemished means that I can talk freely and openly about the things in my life that have made me me and that have kind of been my narrative as I have chosen to follow the Lord and give my life to Him. And I'm so thankful for it as I'm able to become a more confident woman and share in that experience with others. 
Hi, I'm Meredith Fry, and what Unblemished is for me is a platform for girls to share their story of vulnerability, but also of triumph, and where God has met them at those places. It's a space where girls can see other girls' stories, where they don't have to be perfect, but that God loves them just the way that they are. And it's a beautiful place that where we can share our story, because your story matters and it needs to be shared. And that's what Unblemished is for me. Hi, I'm Ariana Delaney, and I wrote a piece for Unblemished this past year. And I'm just so appreciative of the amazing community of young Christian women have been able to be brought together and be raw and vulnerable to each other and just have really appreciated the outlet that Unblemished has created and the conversations that it's been able to start. And happy birthday, Unblemished! Hi, um, my name is Chesley Kelly and I just wanted to say um, congratulations and thank you Unblemished for just giving me a platform um, to talk about my struggles and tell my story. Um, about my, my eating disorder journey and just all that kind of stuff. I'm just so grateful for Unblemished um, to have given me a platform and a lot of other women just like me. Um, and congratulations on this one year. That was so awesome. And I'm so grateful for all the people who shared those. Um, and now we're looking towards another year of Unblemished and kind of figuring out the big dreams, the small ones, and the action steps we can take to reach any of those. So coming up in the fall, we're gonna be doing a racial reconciliation series where we'll be sharing stories about race and women and faith and that intersectionality of how it all comes together and how as Christians we're called to be spiritually reconciled, but how that extends to all other reconciliations, including racial reconciliation. So I'm so excited about the space Unblemished will be filling and just to have those conversations. I'm not a certified anything and really have no outstanding credentials to talk about race or religion or anything like that. But I think most of us don't, yet all of us live in a world where race is a guiding factor in how we live, who we do life with, and really everything else. And I think we've seen how race at the end of the day impacts all of us in this society when we're in a pandemic no matter what we're impacted by it so you don't have to be you know some doctor in racial study to talk about it we're all engaging with it and so figuring out how we can positively engage with it um so really i'm excited because i think we'll just be able to have that conversation start them and listen i think that's so important and how in that listening and respecting and that dialogue, that's really where the nexus of change takes place. So yes, stay tuned for more on that. I'm super excited about it. Um, but really, when I think about the future of Unblemished, it's in God's hands and it's going to be made by the us, by the people listening to this, by the people I know, by the people I don't know, we're all part of it. And you know, when I'm writing in my journal now, like, oh, look what's been done in a year. I can't wait to look back in two years, in five years, and see how what I didn't know now I was praying would be coming into existence then. Um, and just really, that unblemished will continue to be a reflection of creation, which includes all of us. And so I'm so excited for this next year. And so kind of concluding, I really just wanted to leave with the verse, this verse that's also a founding scripture of Unblemished, 
Um, and it's Psalm 115.1. And before I read it, I think this is such a great example of how the Lord puts things on our hearts and brings things in at a time and then we don't really see why it happened that way until later. This was a verse last summer my mom discovered and just shared with me and I was reading around the same time in the Psalms and I was like, wow, I love this verse. This is going to be my verse going into my next school year and just all of that. And then I was really encouraged by it. And then when I started six months later looking at how I can make an unblemished, unblemished Instagram and those kind of things, the username I wanted wasn't available, but one of the options was unblemished115. And so this verse that I thought was going to be applicable in other areas of my life became so applicable to unblemished. And as this year has continued and we've seen different things get canceled, we've had to change our plans and just really be flexible and rely on the Lord, I've seen how this verse is even more relevant and is such an anchor of truth and has really become, I would say, the core of unblemished and just my continual prayer. So let me read it to you. Psalm 115.1 Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name goes all the glory for your unfailing love and faithfulness. Maybe remember that it's not about us, but about him and his unfailing love and faithfulness. Thank you for being part of the unblemished family and the unblemished journey that we are still on and still just, you know, seeing where it's going to go. And I pray you'll just join us for this next year. It's going to be an exciting one. I can't wait to just continue to walk this path with the Lord and with all of you. So, until next time. I will sing of the goodness.